Sky Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome into On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. We've got a double header of New South Wales Harness Racing to look forward to today. We start off... With Tamworth this afternoon, eight races getting underway there. One twenty-three kickoff time before we roll into Penrith tonight with a further eight races. 6.29 is the starting time for the opener. Plenty happening in the last 24 hours since we last spoke, of course. Uh, you would have seen uh, in the news since last night that Chris Alford was able to rein home win at number 8,000 last night at Ballarat. It's been a watch for a little while now, but he was able to break through for career win 8,000, the greatest ever winning total by a driver in this part of the world and how deserved is it for an absolute champion of the sport. So we certainly salute Chris Alford and by all accounts, he isn't done just yet and just seeing him in action out there still as competitive as ever. So it was great to see that transpire last night at Ballarat. We also raced at Parks last night and there was a milestone moment for another gentleman, Mitch Turnbull, grabbing his 500th career success. Only a young man, so a little while to go to reach the heights of the 8,000 of Chris Alford, but at only 27 years of age, he was able to get win at number 500. So well done to Mitch there uh, from Parks last night. We had a trialling session yesterday at Menangle. A trial of note was the second where lineup was successful, defeating the newcomer, Major Perry, the Tamworth Cup winner, Mr. Truth, and the reigning Queen Elizabeth II, Mile Victor, Brave You Kelly. So that was certainly a very deep trial and one, which I'm sure that we'll refer back to in the coming weeks when many of those horses step out yet again. And if uh, I guess you've been watching harness racing over the last week or so, you would have seen the teal pants in action again. It's team teal time from uh, right through February through to March 15. So if you are able to throw a little bit into the kitty for ovarian cancer research, please do. And uh, of course, Tab getting behind this as they do each and every year with $200 uh, every time a female harness racing driver wins a race across Australia. $200 goes in from Tab plus all of the other really important sponsors. So great to see Team Teal off to a flying start as well. Plenty of winners to kickstart this year's campaign. We spoke yesterday morning to Nathan Turnbull about his uh, duo heading to the Honda Grattan on Saturday evening. That is the first of the local qualifiers for the Chariots of Fire. And the horse that they all have to beat, according to the market, is the Kiwi four-year-old. Don't stop dreaming for Mark and Nathan Purden. He comes up with gate number six. We'll move down a position if the emergency isn't required in that $50,000 feature. And with the pickup drive this weekend is Jack Callaghan. He's our guest for On The Pace this morning. Good morning, Jack. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Brittany. I'm very well, thanks. Nice pickup drive. Yeah, it is. It was a bit of a surprise, to be honest, but um, definitely one I'm looking forward to. You were a part of that Hunter Cup last week where he was uh, a flashing light second behind Leap to Fame. And as much as uh, you were concentrating on your steed, it was hard not to be impressed by what he was able to do. And I'm sure that you've gone back and analysed it even further subsequently. Uh, he looks a very, very talented horse. Yeah, he sure does. He, um, he actually raced just outside me most of the way and... Um, for a small horse, he's got a great stride on him and 
Uh, the way he let down was uh, very impressive. So uh, he seems to have come through the run, uh, staying out of Luke's place here. So he, um, he should be hard to beat on Saturday, I'd say. I would assume he hasn't had to do much in the last few days with uh, on the quick backup, the seven-day turnaround. He'd also race a week prior and the trip up from Victoria. But have you had an opportunity to, to sit aboard him? As you mentioned, he's staying out at uh, the Cobbety Equine Stable. So have you had a chance to give him a spin around and get a feel for him? Yeah, I gave him a little bit of work this morning. Um, I, as you said, he obviously wouldn't need much. It's a bit third run in three weeks as well as a fair bit of travel from New Zealand to Melbourne and then Melbourne up to Sydney so uh, he only had a light bit of work this morning but he felt really sharp and um, you know, he's a beautiful horse. Have you spoken to Mark or Nathan around uh, maybe potential tactics, how they think they'd like him to be driven uh, or anything in regards to Saturday night? No, I haven't spoken to either of them as yet um, obviously, I'll just look, look into form a fair bit and then uh, get in contact with them and see what they think is uh, the best way to drive him. But um, no rush to get into that. Still got a fair few races in between now and then. What is, I guess, your initial reaction to the barrier draw? Six will come into five. You've got Captain's Knock drawn inside you, who's a, a noted gate speed type. But you probably have to look a little further afield to... Uh, I guess, really bed down the major rivals because it's a really deep race and it is his first run at Menangle Don't Stop Dreaming. So how do you think the race could be run? Yeah, I don't think it's uh, too bad a gate for him. You know, he's just going to be able to be handy without doing work, um, depending on how we want to drive him. Um, Obviously, there's a bit of speed inside. Captain's Knox got great gate speed and is racing really well and then um, you know Don't Stop Dreaming has similar form lines to uh, the other Kiwi coming over sooner the better who he looks a really nice horse as well so as you said it's a deep field and plenty of quality in it um, but I definitely wouldn't be swapping my drive for anyone that's a Honda. Great. And you've also got a really key drive in the free-for-all aboard Mac Da Vinci. He was second last week, just nosed out by Loyalist. You weren't aboard with the Hunter Cup action at Melton. But what was your assessment of Mac Da Vinci's run? I thought he was okay, probably without being brilliant. Um, I haven't spoke to the team uh, since then. But uh, from my uh, drives on him, I think he's, he's quite good. On a seven-day backup, he, he's a bit of a round fella, so um, hopefully a run like that will do him good and he, he should improve a little bit again to uh, this weekend. It's interesting you say that because you look back on his run two starts ago where he made an early mistake and I probably looked at it and thought maybe he was slightly flattened by that run, but the two weeks between maybe he just needed the effort because really after that early mistake... Uh, you know, going back a few weeks ago now in 148, he was quite astonishing. Yeah, that was an unbelievable run. He, he uh, was quite disappointing, obviously, in making that mistake, but um, I don't think we're going to have any issues with that going forward. I think it was just a bit of a one-off for him. So, uh, touch wood, he, he should be on his best behaviour Saturday. And, you know, although it is a really quality field, I think he should be hard to beat.
Rock and roll do's there. Bondi Lockdown is engaged as well. Just on Bondi Lockdown, you drove him in a trial last week in behind hot and treacherous Firefox expensive ego. I thought he looked extremely sharp. Uh, he's your foe on Saturday night, so I, I guess you have a bit of intel onto how he's going. But uh, w- what did you think of that trial? Because he's had a bit of an up and down uh, preparation so far. Yeah, I was really impressed with that trial, he, he felt super sharp. Um, obviously went to the line under a really good hold without pulling him out. Um, as you said, he's probably had a bit of an up and down uh, preparation. He's had a few bad trips without having helped him either. But uh, we know at his best, he's an extremely quality horse. And, um, you know, I'm sure he'll be definitely one of the dangers on Sunday. Speaking of the open class ranks, uh, as mentioned, you were aboard Spirit of St. Louis in last week's Hunter Cup. What was your assessment of his run? And will we see him head to Newcastle for a Newcastle mile tilt? Or is the likelihood that he'll stay at home uh, and contest the sprint qualifiers, which I think he's won, maybe won in uh, the last couple of years. So he's got a good record under those conditions. But what does his Miracle Mile campaign look like? Yeah, I was quite happy with his run on Saturday. It was probably a little bit of a hard one to completely judge. He was held up at a crucial time and when he did get out, he was in a quite tight racing room. So uh, He didn't get beat very far for fourth you know, in a really quick run last half. So I think he should be all good going forward towards the Miracle Mile and um, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm quite confident that uh, he'll just stay to Menangle and miss Newcastle. Probably just go uh, his next run straight into the sprints now. All right, those in a few weeks' time, March 2nd, in fact, is the sprint qualifiers night alongside the chariots of fire. You head to Penrith this evening for three drives, so you might grab your thoughts on them before we let you go. Stella's Delight goes around in race number two. Uh, she's been racing quite consistently third last time out in strong enough time at Newcastle. She's got a nice draw. She hasn't won in a little while, but she's a pretty consistent mare. So what's your assessment of her chances tonight? Yeah, towards the end of last year, she was a bit disappointing. She put in a fair few bad runs and her attitude wasn't really good. So that uh, gave her a little bit of time off and she'd had four weeks between a second last and last run and um, he's quite happy with her now. She uh, raced really well first up then. Um, had no luck and hit the line well into third so um, I think she should run pretty well tonight. Uh, it's a little bit of a tricky gate. There's a bit of gate speed inside her although she's got really good gate speed herself so um, I'd probably ask Dad uh, more so how he would like her driven um, but I, I think she should be thereabouts. Race number five, Spirit of Arion looks pretty well placed here. You never like to have the wide gate uh, at the short course at Penrith, but uh, off the back of a, a quite a smart victory last time out, he looks back on track, this guy. Yeah, he, he raced really well last start. He, his first up run was really disappointing, and so he gave him you know, a, week, a light week, and then trial again and brought him back so he raced really good last start off a really hot tempo so I think um, you know as you said it's going to be a tough gate tonight to work with but 
he's got a bit of quality when he's right, so um, he should be thereabouts as well. He's obviously not in the Hondo Grattan this week, but if he could uh, put a few wins together or, or, you know, keep progressing through this preparation, is there a chance that he could be a Palface Adios-style horse? Does the stable have um, a good opinion of him? Because he's racing some pretty strong races as a three-year-old. Yeah, he raced in a few top races, like derbies and things, as a three-year-old. He probably wasn't quite up to that level, so, um, you know... If you'd compare him to the field in the Hondo Grattan this week, he'd probably be, you know, below most of them. So he'd want to probably win this race quite convincingly and to say that he's ready for a crack at the second qualifier. But, um, you know, at this stage, there's no real targets for him. Yeah, that's race number five. He does look uh, very hard to beat there, though. Spirit of Arion and O Jenny May in race number seven. You've driven uh, this mare on a few occasions. Uh, what's your assessment of her chances tonight? She's had the two wins from twenty-five. Is it a, another little uh, sticky draw on paper? Yeah, it is. It's a bit of a tricky one. She's probably better off not using her the gate, so we might try and be a little bit conservative with her and. Um, yeah, last time I drove her, she raced really well and um, she, she seems to be fairly consistent, so she should be thereabouts in this pretty even race. A few drives tonight at Penrith, quite a strong book tomorrow night uh, at Newcastle and then, of course, you head to Benangle on Saturday night with several key chances. What's the best hope uh, of them across the next few days, Jack? Um, I'd have to say don't stop dreaming, but um, he's probably picks himself but tonight I'd say Spirit of Arion should be hard to beat. All right, Spirit of Arion tonight at Penrith. He goes around in race number five, horse number six. And then, of course, don't stop dreaming in the Hondo Grattan on Saturday night at Menangle. Appreciate your time this morning, Jack. Good luck over the next few days. No worries. Thanks very much, Brittany. Jack Callaghan joining us this morning to discuss what's going to be a, a busy upcoming uh, I guess 72 hours or so now highlighted by grabbing that pickup driver board, uh, the Purden train, don't stop dreaming in the Hondo Grattan stakes. And he looks incredibly hard to beat if he's able to perform at the level that he did last week in the Hunter Cup back to his own age group. I guess the, the queries are the first look around Menangle. It can sometimes um, be a bit of a stumbling block for a few, particularly Kiwis that aren't used to uh, the really frenetic tempo of racing, particularly at the mile there at Menangle. But I think the last few runs that he's had at Melton at a high level in strong times will have really sharpened him up uh, so that he's at his absolute peak. The first four out of the Hondo Grattan Stakes will uh, make their way through to the Chariots of Fire on March 2nd. That's going to be a really good race. He's been well backed with Tab uh, already. Don't stop dreaming into odds on favouritism. So we look forward to Tamworth this afternoon. The first there at 1.23 before Penrith this evening from 6.29. Tomorrow, Albury race in the afternoon time slot. Newcastle tomorrow evening. And then Saturday, we've got Menangla's a metropolitan venue with a non-Tab event out of Broken Hill as well. That's on the pace for this Thursday. Michael Guerin will be aboard tomorrow morning from just after 10.30 to find you some winners for the weekend.